You are listening to Big Trouble and Little Podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. And welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. And uh, here we are with our movie podcast where we pretty much pick a movie. Either me or Andy pick it. Or fans out there, if you have a comment, pick us a movie. We'll watch it. But uh, this week's movie is Big Jake. It is a John Wayne movie in 1971. But before we get into that movie of the week... Andy, what the hell have you been watching? Looks like you got a shitload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said on the last episode, they, they're doing away with Filmstruck, so I have until November 29th to watch as many uh, movies on Filmstruck as I can. And so far, I've kept up the rate of at least a movie a day, sometimes two, if I have a lot of extra time or I watch a couple short movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a pretty good job. I watched, uh, uh, and you know, I watched some stuff that was on our last episode. But since then, in the last two weeks, I've watched Mr. Hulot's Holiday, Chimes at Midnight, Beauty and the Beast from 1946, the Jean Cocteau version, Cat People, Eyes Without a Face, Ron, An Actor's Revenge, Vampire, Four Feathers from 1939, mm-hmm. The Shooting, Everything Goes Wrong, Dodesca Den. Brute Force, Where Is My Friend's House, Henry V, um, the Lawrence Olivier one, and Hanzo the Razor, the singer, the second Hanzo the Razor. God damn, that's a lot of movies. Yep. What's interesting is Where Is My Friend's House? Is that like a comedy? Not at all, actually. I mean, parts of it are a little funny. It's a, it's actually an Iranian movie. Really? It's To hear what it's about sounds boring, but the way it's done isn't. It's just about a kid is trying to return a notebook to a, to a friend in his class that he he accidentally took the kid's notebook. And if the kid doesn't do his homework, the teacher like yelled at him the day before and was threatening to like expel him and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's just interesting because it takes place in rural Iran, which is somewhere I know nothing about. And it, it's interesting for that. But it's also a well-shot little movie. I liked it a lot. It's the first movie from one of the two big Iranian directors, like the ones that are known internationally. Um, Khorastami, I'm probably saying that wrong, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. That is Khorastami. But he's done Close Up and um, a couple other like big, famous movies. But this was his first. Is this subtitles, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say at least half of the movies I watched were foreign. Most of them were Japanese, though. Japanese. Oh, hang on. Uh, French, British, French, American, uh, French, Japanese, Japanese, German, British, American, Japanese, Japanese, American, Iranian, British, Japanese. There you go. Now I see a vampire. Is that because I know there's a video game spelled the yeah, same way? They they have made a video game. Spelled like that. I think it's supposed to be pronounced vampire. I don't know. 
Bay Pier is also really interesting. It's a movie from like 1932, I think. Mm -hmm. um, originally, it was made in German and English and something else, French maybe. I think it's a. I'm gonna get this wrong. I've watched too many movies this week. I think it was a Dutch movie or Belgium, something like that. But like all the prints are just lost. Like the English ones, no one has seen one in decades. They had to like get together several different film institutes that had pieces of the film. They all got together and finally had a complete copy of the film. And even then, parts of it are a little scratchy. But um, it kind of invented parts of the vampire lore that we know today. I think it takes a lot from um, you know Dracula and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. the, the vampires are different. Like the vampire in it isn't like. It, it doesn't look like directly. The vampire ends up in the spoiler art. Vampire ends up being like some old woman that was buried 20 years ago or something. I like when they do spins on like vampires because I hate the whole, you know, oh, they're afraid of the sunlight kind of bullshit and, you know, old school. It's got, it's got a lot of interesting twists on it. Like one of the things is like um, the, the, the vampire gets to enslave the ghosts of, of executed criminals. So there's like a bunch of shadows running around in the movie, and it's a bunch of clever That's camera cool. work, especially considering it was 1932. And uh, what country was this again? Because I think it's Dutch, but the 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 copy that remains, the, the most complete copy, is German. Of course, oh. it's um, it's silent, so it barely matters. It's just like signs are in German. That's it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. So, uh, Filmstruck, how much stuff you got left over? Is still a lot of stuff? Oh, yeah, there's still a lot. I'm not going to be able to finish it. I uh, I started with about 32 films on my list, but I've been adding them almost as quick as I knock them off there. And even if I complete it, I know there's a bunch of other stuff that I was like, I want to watch this, but I don't want to put it on my list yet. I'm trying to prioritize. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on there. That you can't buy on disc right now where is my friend's house as an example mm -hmm. um so i've been trying trying to watch the stuff that i can't have access to elsewhere but it, if they find a new place to go especially if just criterion does it because almost everything i've watched has been from the criterion collection except i think ran and I think that's it. I think the rest of it all been out of the Criterion part of Filmstruck. Well, I'm hoping, um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they bring it to Amazon, uh, all these old movies, so that I can watch it. Yeah, that's what I want. I want it to be an add-on channel for Amazon Prime, because they do that now, with like Showtime and whatever else is on there. But yeah, I'd pay an extra, what, 6 to $10 a month just to have access to the Criterion collection. Because there's a lot of stuff that you just absolutely can't get anywhere. They have the rights to a lot of stuff that they won't release. And, you know, they only release so many things a month. They're doing their best. Mm -hmm. And there's a few things that I just don't know if they are going to bother to release. I think they got the rights in, like, a bulk deal. It's like, hey, we want the rights to this famous movie. And the studio in wherever, Belgium or whatever, said, oh, we're going to give you the rights to all five of these movies. You have to pay us this much or something. And they're like, here you go. <laughs> um, my movie list is not as large as yours, um, but 
I think soon enough it will because of my new job where I'm doing overnight security. So I'll be uh, stacking some movies soon. But uh, I actually watched a Netflix uh, TV series and then uh, a Johnny Depp movie, Trans- Transcendence. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think you are. I watched the first episode of that Maniac show. I liked it. Yeah, I actually finished it. Like, it's when I went into it, I'm like, oh, it's going to be about mental health and all that stuff. And then out of nowhere, like, it goes into, like, a weird alternate reality kind of thing going on and it it does a good twist on like mental health on how they uh in the society they kind of welcome it in a way to go oh you got you know schizophrenia you know wear it loud and proud and and i'm not saying that you should like hide it the diagnosis and all that stuff but it's it's interesting on how they do it and the world that they're in. I don't even know if they're like. It seems like Japan uh, took over America in that world because everything. It's by Japanese, there, right? Yeah, because New York, uh, like everything is Japanese, and it it's not like it's uh, based in like a little Tokyo or something in New York. Just everything is Japanese, like government. The whole thing had like a retro futurism look that I was really liking. Like just in the first episode, you could tell appliances look antiquated, but they're all like they all look like what people in the eighties thought the future would look like. Mm -hmm. It kind of had like a London eighties vibe to it, if that makes any sense, because like they have. Like, certain apartment buildings and apartment complexes were built, like, in London. And I guess you could base it off of Japanese, how everything is, like, really small. And then you have the rich who have everything. It, it It's weird. I, I don't know how to explain it because it goes into so much, many directions later on. Just watch it, guys, and uh, trust me, it gets better, and then... The payoff at the end is just it, it's beautiful. I'll say that it's a it's a good ending. I might try to mm-hmm. watch it in December. Yeah, they're they're like short episodes, by the way. I think they're like thirty five to forty minutes. Thank God. Yeah, I think the the first episode I think was long, and then the last episode was like an hour and something. So I hate to I hate to be such a burner about long episodes now, but. I mean, this coming from a guy who's watched a movie every last two weeks, but it's hard to find the time to to sink into hour long. I don't know when I'm thinking about TV and I'm thinking about movies. I'm in a different mindset. I I I don't know if I ever asked you this question, but I'm not saying you hate TV shows, but why do you prefer movies over TV shows? I don't know. I've wondered that myself. There are TV shows that I like. It's just I don't know. Movies are um. What's the best way to play it? For two hours, I get a completely new experience every time. But with a television show, I've got to do, you know, eight to twenty hours for a season, mm-hmm. and and that's fine if it's if it's great. Then I absolutely want to watch it. You know, I've watched all of several long series, you know, Twilight Zone and Next Generation or X Files or whatever. But I don't know. And, and now. 
TV shows are getting to the point where they have budgets that match those of movies, so they're they're just as impressive. Yeah. Well, and if I had a dollar for every time I watched a movie, I thought that would have been better if it, they could have like expanded on some of these ideas. You know, that'd be great. Well, but I, I, I think I've been burned by a few TV series too. Sorry. Yeah. Well, what I like about TV shows is that they go more in depth into like everything, um, and movies they do, you know. They kind of give it to you short and sweet. They kind of give you the big event that is happening rather than, you know, going into each character and wondering how they got to that point. Um, I like TV shows because I want to know why that character was in this movie. Let, let's just connect the TV show to an, an actual movie. Like, you see this big event that happens in a movie and then the movie ends and then you're like... But I kind of want to know what that character went through before ending up in that movie. So, like, that's that's. If, it, if it's a good movie, they should give you, you know, the backstory you need and good characterization. It should be self-contained. Mm. Or there have been movies that are about you know a guy's whole life in Barry Lyndon or something. So yeah. And again, with TV shows, they kind of give you that long, drawn-out explanation of a character. Which I guess is not everybody's cup of tea. I guess it's not. It's not always done well as well. Yeah, that, that too. Like for example, Heroes. <laughs> that TV. So you, you definitely prefer like um, serialized the right term. You prefer a, a, an ongoing story across the whole season. You don't like stuff that's like Monster of the Week or anything like that. Um, I like. I don't want a series to be ongoing because if you have a series that's ongoing, then you're going to have a series like The Walking Dead, which is never going to end because of its fan service. Um, I want a TV series that is going to be a solid six to seven seasons and pretty much gives a lot of information of what that world is, what the character is, and what plot is happening. Like, for example, um, Breaking Bad was a good example. That's a good TV show. 24, it, it, it's, it's, it's every episode shit. Right? It's got, I mean, each season is its own self-contained thing. Yeah, it, every, every episode is um, shit's happening. So there's a lot of story that happens with you know uh fuck i'm forgetting his name uh Kiefer Sutherland's character uh John no Jack Bauer there we go Jack <laughs> uh Jack Bauer's character it goes through a lot of arcs and stuff but at the same time like the action could distract you another series lost which is one of my favorite tv shows of all time uh had a very controversial ending to some people uh, to me, I thought it was really good on how it ended. Pretty much, it like closed a book. Like, like the whole Lost TV show was one big book, and then what happened at the end, the last page, felt good. Like uh, certain TV shows, they don't really close the book. They kind of go, well, it ended. That's it. But you know, shit could still keep on going. Uh, I I also like a lot of sci-fi uh tv series like far escape stargate sg1 uh star trek next generation so 
that's uh, sci-fi. That's that's why I like in television, like sci-fi and like. A, yeah, Babylon, Babylon Five. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's move on though to the movie of the week, which is your movie, Big Jake. And you made a mistake from last episode about this. Yeah, one. I I just put Western into um, Amazon Prime. I did it on Netflix first, but I did it on Amazon Prime because you said, "Oh, we're gonna watch Westerns in November." So I decided I'd better find a Western and. There were a bunch of like sequels in garbage on Amazon Prime, like a whole bunch of like not the original movie, mm. and that got in my brain. And Rooster Cogburn is on there, and I think I saw it, and I, I don't know, I had an Alzheimer's moment or something, and uh, but I was saying, oh, I think this is the sequel to True Grit, which how could it be? That's not even the character's name. In my defense, the characters are somewhat similar. Uh, I think a lot of the characters that John Wayne served. Is like the same character. Mm-hmm. John Wayne, mm-hmm. for as good of an actor as he was, he really only had a few settings. But uh, yeah, it's it's its own movie. It stands alone. But it feels like a movie happened before it because he has a wife and kids, and I guess they're not divorced, but he doesn't live at home and mm-hmm. he wanders the wilderness saving Scottish sheep farmers or something. Yeah, I like the. Um... The thrown in comedy in this film <laughs> between him and his sons. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was funny as hell. Um it, it, it has a real good like it's funny but it's serious and they know when to switch back. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty simple story, pretty much the grandson gets kidnapped by this like I guess gang. Yeah, okay. And uh of course, when you do a kidnapping, they want a ransom. They want money. And uh, John Wayne's character, McCandles, I think, right? Jacob. Yeah, Jake McCandles, Jacob. I thought you were dead. <laughs> that line was funny. He's read the whole film, too. Yeah. Um, it, like I said, it's a simple story. They had to bring the money to the, the gang. And just like everything in a Western, there's always a big shootout. <laughs> and that's what pretty much happens. Yeah, even fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell that with Jacob and the sons, they kind of don't have a good relationship because I guess the backstory was he wasn't there when they were little. And pretty much the, the mother raised them. So they, they kind of have like a... Hatred, but once like the grandson has been kidnapped, like they all have to work together to uh, get him back. Uh, what? What do you think of the characters? Like, what? What was your favorite son? Um, at the beginning of the movie, it was I can't remember which one's which, but at the beginning of the movie, it was the one on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. By the end of the movie, it was the one with the mustache. Oh, James? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the the sharpshooter, which I guess was the guy on the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, he's he's like all around the coolest at first, especially when uh, the, the the rangers get pinned down by the ambush and he's riding around on the motorcycle. That part's fucking cool as hell. But he doesn't have much, like, development. It's just, oh, I, I have all these nice toys. Also, I was six last time my father was here, so now my father's here. Hooray. Whereas with James, 
he starts out like really not liking him, like disrespecting him and stuff like that. And by the end of the movie, he gets turned around. Mm-hmm. So that's why I can't remember. Yeah, um, I do like the scene where uh, Michael McCandles pretty much had like this pistol, which had a magazine. Like they treated it like it was alien technology. <laughs> They're like, how many, how many uh, bullets does this one shoot? They're like, does it shoot six? He's like, it shoots six really fast. And uh, when he starts shooting it, they they, they all like run away like it's some yeah. like i said like it's alien technology and i thought that was he doesn't shoot in the air like an idiot yeah <laughs> and then he then the following scene from that scene is uh he's like oh i can shoot really far away and he's like oh, all right well shoot you know that uh deer over there and he's like well i, I don't want to do that and uh he's like well we need fucking meat <laughs> <laughs> so he better shoot that thing. And obviously he's a good shooter. So he's going to be the sharpshooter of the, the bunch. What was James, I guess? James is just like a tough guy. Was that his thing? Was he trying yes. to emulate? I don't know if he had a trope or anything. It was just also there. Mm-hmm. He was he, he was working on that quick draw. And then they gave him something to do during the big fight with a quick draw. As I heard you you beat two men in a fair fight tonight. Yeah, if it's you and three, so we'll see about that. The, the, the quick draw thing. Mm-hmm. They, uh... They get into a lot of trouble, like, on the way before the big fight. Uh, the town before they, they fight the gang, um... I guess they got into, like, a bar fight, and then, like... Some of the gang members were there, and they had a shootout or something like that. Well, they're just, they're, they needed a distraction so that they could have more people in their hotel room than they thought. Because there was another gang of assholes trying to steal the money. Mm-hmm. And that's when they find out that there is no money in there. It's just newspaper clippings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seed was fucking hilarious. Where he's like, can you tell the... Uh, the the Indian to take a walk, <laughs> and they just start punching each other. Well, John Wayne, well, he lets his kid punch him, and then he just beats the shit out of his kids quickly. Yeah, was this John Wayne's like last Western film? By the way, no, his last Western film was The Shoeist. Oh, okay. Because he looked he looked really old in this film. Yeah, I think this was close. Well, how close was it? Now I'm curious. Um, uh, good IMDb, I guess. Of course, he's got a thousand movies. <laughs> he's John Wayne. He, he used to do several movies a year, and some of them would be great. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Big Jake, and then he did The Cowboys, Cancel My Reservation, The Train Robbers. Cahill, U.S. Marshal, McHugh, Brannigan, Rooster Cogburn, and then The Shootist. So Rooster Cogburn was his next to last. It's eerie. In The Shootist, he's playing a gunfighter who's really old and is dying of cancer, and then he died of cancer. No, that sucks. Probably got it while shooting Conqueror, it was called. Complete disaster. Mm-hmm. 
You know what really sucks is when the dog died. <laughs> yeah, dog. I think the dog's name was just Dog. Yeah. People are like, dog. And then and all of a sudden he attacked somebody. And then. Dog. Always a dog. Yeah, and then uh, when he called him back, he just said dog and he just came back. So, like, his attack and his return is dog. <laughs> I don't know how the dog knows what he's, what he's being told all the time. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Um, I don't know what what else to say. Pretty much, I I really do like how the seriousness and the comedy was mixed in in this film. Um, it had a simple story, so it's not like you can get lost if you don't watch one scene. Yeah, totally. Um, is there anything you didn't like? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh. I guess the only thing I didn't like was the scene where they introduced John Wayne's character, where he's like look, scouting at these uh, criminals. I guess that we're gonna hang this uh, sheep farmer, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And the kid was was like getting pushed around. I, I don't know. I that's the only thing I was like I really didn't care for that. I wish there was more. Uh, badass scene for john wayne but oh you wanted to shoot him yeah pretty much <laughs> I mean, they had it coming that's what i thought was going to happen john wayne's going to kill these but mm-hmm. he didn't i do like his whole uh if you follow me i'll kill you kind of thing <laughs> yeah like no if you follow him i'll punch you and kill you that's what he it, what was really funny about john wayne's character in this film is that he had like a bipolar personality. Like at one point he'd be really nice, and then the next moment he'd be like, "Well, I'll fucking kick your ass." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> where did that come from?" Like especially with his kids, he's like, he would be all nice and fatherly, and then in the next minute he'd be like, "Well, you better toughen up, you fucking pussy." He didn't say that, but like that's what he was pointing at. So like. But what what do you d- didn't like about the film? Um, I I was a little disappointed. The beginning of the movie is like I really like the whole um, back east. This is happening, and out west they were just worried about survival or whatever. That intro, and then it goes into talking about the seven members of that that gang. Mm-hmm. And except for the leader, none of them really do anything. Like, it introduces them all and talks about their specialties, and, like, no one knows Trooper's real name, and uh, that that one asshole prefers working with Machete. He, he kind of got to shine, a little bit shine, you know. Yeah. yeah really good. Um, I was disappointed they didn't do more with that. I don't know when they would have without making the movie unnecessarily longer, but it, it seemed like a bunch of effort for no pain as far as explaining all of the members. And of course, there was the the quick draw thing with James, and um, obviously there was the sharpshooter up in the bell tower that gets taken out. I like that part. <laughs> he hits all the bells before he falls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And but I, they 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 did all that setup, and each of them got like a three second payoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did uh, did they all get hurt? By the way, because I know John Wayne got hit in the foot, and then and the arm. Yeah, and the arm, and then James got uh, clipped. Uh-huh. But did the sharpshooter? I don't think he got clipped. No, no, he he was climbing down and he dropped his rifle, and then you don't see him again 
until he turns back up at the end. Mm-hmm. I thought his I character thought was, was uh, a little bland at times. Where yeah, like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't do anything with his character. He was just cool in that fight and could shoot well. Well, he had no personality too. He's like, well, you know, I I I could have saved you in the in the first shot. I'm like. Dude, have a little more emotion. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely, I agree. He's, he's a, I, the the freaking Native American had more interesting emotion than he did, and he was being played straight, like just I I talk like this because I'm Native American. I know not. <laughs> I I like the part where uh, they go into the hotel and he's like, no Indians, and then he's like staring at these Asians. <laughs> hey, I, lo- I love that he makes the point to say the dog's okay, but we don't allow Indians. It's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, those sub- subtle, uh, like, comedy in there were just like, that's funny. Especially when he's staring at the Asians. He's like, well, you know, they're going in. What, Which what? is also awesome. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. one scene uh, where the gang members are two of the guys that were there and he just jumps over the fucking horse and tackles the guy and i was like that's that's fucking cool but then he couldn't get the other guy <laughs> and he comes back i'm like he's like i'm too old for this i know he can kill one and then when he dies it just like because when you see him get shot and then he falls down and then the guy with the machete and then he shoots the guy with the uh with the machete and you're like, oh, he he's gonna win. He's the machete guy is gonna die from the Indian, and then all of a sudden the uh, the guy just chops him up, and I'm like, oh my god. And he puts a knife in like his gut, but it doesn't kill him. Yeah. So, That's something I wanted to talk about. A lot of these old westerns have like I don't want to say a whimper of an ending. That's about what I said because the ending is still like triumphant you know spoilers as always but they win surprise this john wayne western has been but uh there's like a triumphant ending and everything but it's like the fight ends and they're all like we did it and the credits roll just blam just right there at the end and i don't want too much breathing room but it's a shame that they don't like mourn the loss of the native american or dog or anything like that um there's no they don't reunite with uh with with the mother or anything i'm not saying they had to but there are so many westerns that do this, and this this movie handles it actually pretty well. There's a lot of westerns that I feel like the ending almost ruins. I I kind of hate the end of The Searchers. I really hate the end of Red River, um, and a bunch of others. Uh, Shane has a weird one for an ending. A lot of the old films do that for some strangers, and we're yeah. It's just they they're like, okay, we're done with this. I don't want to write it. This, the story's <laughs> over. I'm walking away. Yeah, and like you said, like they're not mourning the, the dog or the end. And they they laugh at the end, like they. Yeah, tri- that felt like I. It's possible they they wouldn't have known yet, or something because it's not like they'd seen him. I think maybe they suspected dog had died. I'm not sure, but I don't think anyone saw the Native American get killed. Well, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because then you don't want to end your movie on a sad. Oh, my friend died. Kind of thing. Hmm. I guess also like cowboys, they like they kind of have no uh, emotion. I guess like they're yeah, being I mean, a that's fine, for, that's fine for for Jake, but you know the other two. It seems like we've yeah. been through a lot, but that that's not what westerns are about. And I I I you know of course they're not. Westerns are a whole other genre and. 
I think by this point, revisionist westerns were starting to be a thing, but John Wayne wasn't going to be a part of the sense. Mm -hmm. And so, do you recommend this film? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I recommend it too. I had I had a fun time following it. I, I had comedy in there, and then it had the the seriousness of the western. I I got a little afraid that it was going to be too much comedy. Because on how John Wayne was acting, pretty much in the beginning stages, and then yeah, yeah, I I, I wondered that too. Because like I said, John Wayne made a lot of movies, and like you know, ten or less of them are masterpieces, and the rest of them are kind of schlocky. Well, this, got, word, this, this got a seven point two out of ten, so like it's got a good rating for right for a western. A lot of westerns uh, in general are not that great, unless it has John Wayne and other people in it. Um, yeah, I also recommend it. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, so if you want to watch, if, if you watched this, uh, or if you listened to this podcast and we spoiled it for you, and you still want to experience it, uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's worth watching no matter what. I mean, it's a Western. Westerns are all, they're, they're somewhat formulaic, but it's the journey. It's still super fun. Mm -hmm. You know John Wayne's going to win at the end, but the hell's John Wayne? Yeah. Uh, next uh, next episode's movie we're going to be watching Traded on Netflix. Uh, I wanted a gunslinger movie, so I found one. I don't know how it's going to be. I know it's 5 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, oh, boy. So that could be either good or bad. Uh, usually I don't trust any reviews because people don't have good taste so i'm hoping like the five out of ten mean it, it it's an okay movie to watch oh it's more recent 2016. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and it has uh what's his name chris christopher or something like that hold on a second no 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 oh, chris christopherson yeah christopherson there you go yeah, yeah <laughs> Oh man, this is gonna be bad. Oh well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna watch it. Tom uh, Sizemore's in it. Was it? Tom Sizemore. There you go. Yeah. Eh, it's up and down. It's one of the A S B actors. Yeah, remember him from Black Hawk Down and Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan is what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. Get some news that matter to us, and uh, there's only one uh, news I picked out because the rest is just boring. I picked out none because I've been too busy watching a thousand movies. Yeah. So apparently, um, Disney was trying to push for more Infinity War uh, categories for Oscars. Something, so, some backstory to this. Something that I didn't really want for so years of my life movie studios will campaign leading up to the oscars to get their movies into the oscars it's it's it makes sense like once you realize it happens but i don't really realize it happens because i never like looked in la i don't read um uh, movie newspaper i forgot the name of but uh Studios will like buy ads and stuff saying, consider this for the Oscars, consider this for awards season. Um, critics said that this actress did the best ever, you know, stuff like that. So that's that that kind of contextualizes what this article is about is uh, Disney as a studio 
is pushing these movies for Oscars, but they, I guess they even pick, you know, all oh, th- these are the categories that we, we think this movie was best for instead of just letting the Academy do its job. Because let's face it, the Academy is a bunch of old white dudes that don't know anything about what people actually think. And, you know, it, it's still, I, I've, I've stated my opinion on award shows on the show before, so I'll skip it. And I kind of understand uh, since you uh, put that out there, um, what they're doing. Uh, I don't agree with it because I think Infinity War is the superior uh, film than Black Panther because Infinity War, they were trying to get more categories, but now they flipped it and Black Panther is going to get more categories and they only want to push one uh, best visuals for uh, Infinity War while they do best director, best at at that uh, screenplay, film editing, movie of the year, whatever. And I still haven't seen Black Panther. I know that makes me crappy person. I still need to see it in the second Thor movie. Those are my. It's on Netflix, I think. Yeah, it is. It's on my list, but again, you know, that film struck pretty much takes up my whole November. Black Panther's good, but it's not great like Infinity War. And Black Panther though got a lot of attention. Just because it brought people to see a comic book movie that normally don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a lot of people saying it was the best Marvel movie, but then a lot of other people. Well, I, like you said, where they're trying to um, have the Oscars make these comic book movies known, you want to, you would probably would want to push Black Panther because you get to play that the diverse card, be like, hey. You know, this was like pretty much uh, an African American uh, cast. So, you know, it takes place in Africa, so that makes sense. Yeah, Wakanda. Um, So, put that into the Oscars and a little politics here. Like, if they would deny it, it wouldn't look good on the Oscars part. (laughs) So, I guess they've been pretty like shitty. In many regards to minorities of years, so mm-hmm. maybe it's different. I don't know, but maybe, I mean, it's 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 twenty eighteen. Oh, it'll be it'll be twenty nineteen by the time the Oscars are around, right? Am mm-hmm. I crazy? Yeah, no, that's right. Um, and so sure, but I uh, if Black Panther truly is a great movie, that's fine. But I've never liked something being judged based on. Um, race, either either way, either you know, all black cast or, or like you know, all, all whitey cast or whatever. I, I don't like. I mean, it doesn't matter. A good actor is a good actor. A good actress is a good actress. Mm-hmm. That's why I try to try to teach. Yeah, and like I said, it just I, I Infinity War was such a one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. I, in my opinion. Well, I agree with you because Infinity War is one of my favorite Marvel movies, one of my favorite comic book movies. It's probably top. It's definitely top five, probably top three favorite comic book movies ever for me. But as a standalone movie, is it all that good? Like, if you if you take if you strip away all the Marvel mythos, Mark, Mark no Marvel mythos from it, not really. Yeah. I'm not saying that that means it shouldn't win awards. It probably should. It should probably win like you know visual effects and stuff at least. But I don't know if there's going to be any any lead actor nods or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, and it's just like it, it would be nice to kinda like the Oscars Oscars to give like a nod and more categories and make it feel more important at the Oscars. But I feel like the Oscars are not gonna do that. They're gonna be like you know, we're gonna get these indie films and these big films like uh Bohemian Rhapsody, uh the Queen movie. I always f- fuck that up, but like I feel like that will be first, and then maybe down the road, comic book movies. I don't know. I mean, I still I can't get over the fact that I still kind of also am biased to think about comic book movies as like second rate. Like despite the fact that they make more money than the church now, they're all huge. And everyone sees them, and that's that's a lot to be said because movies, at the end of the day, are culture, and what you want from culture is to like unify everyone. Oh, we all like these comic book movies, mm-hmm. and that's great. But I don't know; I still can't get over that they aren't necessarily the best movies that are coming out. They're all entertaining, but they're not well crafted art like a film can be. Maybe no. I don't know. I, if if neither movie got any Oscar nods, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet nine. Okay, yeah, whatever. Well, my my thing with comic book movies, and I know we always talk about this every time, but like, it's very cookie cutter. Like, yeah, there's like iconic scenes that happen from the comic books, and yes, uh, every, all the people that work on it put their sweat and blood into it, but at the same time, it's just like I could see that same scene be in other comic book movies to the point where it's like that's cookie cutter so you agree with me i think is what you're saying yeah i mean i i would rather have something that is unique rather than generic (laughs) that makes sense because like comic book movies are mainstream and then you have indie films that you know uh have their own story and it's like a one-off kind of thing like a one-hit wonder nothing that's Dang. gonna have like a big series like mission impossible or fast and the furious and all that sub blockbuster films but yeah so expect the oscars to possibly have uh comic book movies in them to uh be dominated i guess which i don't yes. think i don't think it's gonna happen but stuff like comic book movies and the the popular sci-fi movies like Star Wars and stuff. They usually get like best makeup and best special effects. Sometimes best editing, sometimes best sound editing too. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be neat. It would be interesting to see what the Academy does with a nomination for one of them or something from one of the big categories: best actor, actress, director, movie. Yeah, it it would definitely be interesting. So yeah, that's everything on the the document here. Um, Andy, any projects you're working on? Anything you're going to be watching? I'm guessing more Filmstruck? Oh, a ton more. Oh my god, yeah. I'm still planning to do my... I'm going to do a vlog talking about Filmstruck and all the movies I've watched. When I think about them each and it's going to have to be multiple parts, of course. I'm on track to record the first part of it later today. Cool. Um, If you want, uh, we could put it on the, uh, the Podbean thing. You just you just gotta find a way. Maybe email me the uh, audio document or something. Okay. Or put it on some type of YouTube, and I could rip it from there. Oh, it'll be on YouTube at least. Yep. 
On that note, I think we'll end this episode. Next week, we will have Escape from SideQuest, which uh, is going to be interesting, I think, because I I am working on Parasite Eve, so hopefully I'll finish it by then. Uh, and also, I have other gaming stuff that I will talk about that on Escape from SideQuest. Uh, make sure to catch us on Podbean, which is btilp.podbean.com. We're on iTunes. Make sure to comment us, rate us, and all that jazz. And uh, we're also on YouTube, by the way. If you go on Metal Gear Nemesis, that's where pretty much all the episodes are located. We're getting a couple hits here and there. But uh, no comments yet. Um, on that note, I think we will end it. And I'm probably going to get some sleep since I've been up for like 15 hours straight. <laughs> On that note, everybody, you, you guys have a good day.